Listener Production. Coming up on the Footy Talk podcast, we have a deep dive into the AFL Media Awards and why we were shunned. We talk ticket and airline gouging and prices. He's Shaw in studio to talk about the Giants and Pies Clash, plus much, much more. This is the Footy Talk podcast coming up next. Yes, hello and welcome to Footy Talk for your Thursday, your daily dose of AFL news, interviews and everything else you need to know from the wonderful world of AFL footy. Now joining me in studio, a man who just thrives this time of year and in particular when his two sides are in the finals, which doesn't happen often, Mr. Heshaw, welcome. Busy week, Dale. Real busy. Yep. Um, I've actually knocked back a lot of interviews because you know what? You don't want to talk to me during the year? I don't want to talk to you now. What sort of interviews are we talking? Paper, television? All. Trading post? Yeah. The trading post. <laughs> when, was the last time you, <laughs> when was the last time you read or bought the trading post? Oh, I reckon, when did it probably go out? I used to be a big buyer of the trading I post back it, in Druin. But uh, no, not the trading post. So I've just come here today to talk about a game on Friday night, which is... The biggest game of the weekend. It's going to be massive. We'll probably touch 000. on that. 100,000 people. We'll touch on be it in seg two because this is... Uh, no, let's talk about it now. No, let's not because there's bigger press- pressing issues in the world of AFL and the fact that we've got you in here because we need a rating spike. Now, listen to this for numbers. We're the fastest growing podcast in this space. Yes. We're the number one daily podcast in Australia that does yes. different podcasts every day of the week. The AFL Media Awards were on last night. We won bugger all. You know the AFL corrupt anyway, so it doesn't matter. Corrupt? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Of course they are. They give it to the people they like or who give them a bit of under-the-table action. A bit of cash. Yeah, like Carlton back in the day. Oh, I like that. So you're saying for next year we need to give some under-the-table action. Producer Zoe, take note of this. You need to be listening along. If you want to win something, yes. My mate Damien Barrett, who I do a lot of work with here on the other end of the building at Triple M, He's in charge of it. He's the president of the media awards. So do you reckon he's like not giving it to us How? because then it looks sus? How is he the president? I voted him in personally. Hey, <laughs> we'll push on from that. Ticket tech, ticket master. The sites we've been on all week trying to get tickets and now everybody thinks they've got a direct line to anyone who had any relation with any of the clubs still in finals asking for bloody tickets. How many have you been hit up for? Yeah, no, it's it's been a busy, busy week, as I said. Um, but... Like, there's only so many tickets, like, you can get access to. Like, I don't have a direct line to Ticketek, and I can't get unlimited tickets. I can get 300 clubs. So you, you get two? two? Yep. Same as 200 I'm clubs. very, very lucky that I work for a company who has a, a box, so yep. I get another two. And then the Giants past players sent through a link, and I got a few more tickets. Okay. But they went real quick. Well, I was I was online for the 200 club. And I was there midday when it went up, refresh, refresh, refresh. By 12.17, I got in and the tickets were all very tired. They were exhausted. Gone. Because well, I'm a bit more special than you. We we get our access in- at 9 o'clock. Ooh. And 9.01, got my Giants Collingwood tickets. 9.03, went on to get the Carlton and Brisbane because a friend of a friend wants some. Couldn't get them. <laughs> Could not? No. How exhausted are the Brisbane? Or What's the point be- of playing three hundred and twenty-five games if you can't get tickets to any game you want? Do we need a corrupt link in the AFL then? Do we need someone we can pay under the table that sorts us out? 
No, you just you just should be able to. If you like, you should have priority. Priority, well, which is one thing, you should have priority, but then you should have like a timeline where you can get like you've got it until twelve o'clock to get your tickets, and you can guarantee that. But at nine oh three, I couldn't get two tickets. I'm very much pushing for just a direct link to the AFL. Would you like tickets to this game? Yes, please. Two. Here they How are. How many people back. paid over two hundred games? I think What's it's four percent or less. Yeah. Let me have a look. It's less than two percent. Three hundred. I'll ask. Siri. So How? it should. Um, there can't be that many tickets that people want. What percentage of players? Play? But even then, there's a hundred thousand people at the MCG. Yes. And Collingwood have over a hundred thousand members, so it doesn't really make sense. But surely people who played in a premiership get priority and they can get, you know what? Unlimited amount of tickets. Unlimited. Should be. I want a hundred thousand tickets. <laughs> no, you should get at least ten. So ten is a limit then. <laughs> Quick question. Do you get more tickets if you played for two clubs or do you just get one club's worth of tickets? You get access to two sets. Huge. Yeah. So past players at the Giants get access to that and then Collingwood past players. Lucky man over here. And still ends up costing me money because I buy them and then no one – fixes me up. They just take the tickets and run. <laughs> they all just think that everything's for free. What? <laughs> Speaking of cash, Eddie's been in the media and the press a little bit lately for a couple of reasons. One, because we had dinner with him the other week and we made an announcement about Bruzzy Maynard. We can touch on that in a moment. But also the airlines, price gouging. Absolute horseradish. $1,400 one way to Brisbane. Yeah, it's a business, mate. Is you it gotta, though? you got to deal with that. you got to deal with it. Why not put extra planes on and just run them up and back at the normal price. Well, you could actually, yeah, and just make it and a make purely it AFL people. Do a, yeah, do a supporters plane. Do a Carlton one. Well, Carlton, yeah. surely there's a big, big ticket holder. Lamanas did this last year for the Pies fans going up to Sydney, Sydney, Sydney for the prelim. Yeah. They had, just get a plane. Chartered their own jet. And just get everyone on their uh, Carlton. Yeah. Whoever, it's good advertising. It is. Somebody, but the the AFL sponsored by Virgin. Surely we're sitting there and just going, right, this is what's happening. Let's get Mr. Branson. May we have five more planes for this route? How many people do you think need tickets to go up there? Or will want a ticket up there? I would say. How many plane full? How many does a plane hold? That's a question for another day. 250 loosely. I reckon four planes worth. A thousand would be a decent amount of people travelling up by a plane, I'd say. The rest will drive. The rest will drive or find other means or probably can't get tickets and can't go. Yeah. Surely they're not allowed to do this, though. Like, at what point do they, like, say, this isn't on? Or is this just what yeah, we but accept? they've always done it, haven't they? They remember have. When, remember when, um, what was it, West Coast were, made the grand final against Collingwood in 19? Yeah. The ticket price Maybe 2018. As soon as... They got into the grand final. The ticket price was like two thousand dollars to fly over. Plus, you have to pay for the ticket to the grand final, which people like you, Dale, would sell them at an inflated price. Not me. Hey, to hey, West Coast people, be very careful. So that means that means there's like a four thousand, and then you've got accommodation. That's a five thousand dollar trip before you indulge in one sort of beer or and or dinner. There's six thousand. There you go. So it's expensive habit, this AFL game. Yep. You almost want your teams to be crap so you don't have to. Although in saying that, if the Blues had been budgeting $100 a year every year since they haven't played in finals, they'd have $1,000 to spend for there. Yeah, usually they're on holidays now anyway. So <laughs> This weekend, though, is going to be massive. Friday night footy is the Heath Shaw Cup. 
Did you ever think that your two fair sides since you've retired would be playing off in a grand uh, in a final? I should say not a grand final, in a prelim final because this is going to be hostile for the Giants. Yeah, we've we've done it before, the Giants. You were playing then. I was playing, and we just got over the line, which, which was it was very hostile. Which there yeah. was probably two, three thousand Giants supporters. Was this twenty fifteen? When we lost to no twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen when we lost to when Richmond, I retired. Just yeah. just like by eighty points. Unfortunately, forgot final. to rock up. But I think it's a good story from the Giants, but Collingwood would be a little bit scared Nervous of the way you. they're going. Yes, because. Think about last week. So Collingwood win straight through to a prelim. Yep. They're sitting there and they're watching the Giants play Port. They're like, geez, we hope Port get over the line because I reckon we got them covered. I just don't know what they're going to get from the Giants. The Giants are dangerous, very, very dangerous. And I know a lot of Collingwood people, they are a bit worried about how the Giants are going. How's this for a stat? And I know you're not big on stats, but I found this one. I think it's a gem. The Pies in their last two games be the Giants, which was this time – this year and again last year, 63 scoring shots to 37. 11-22 they kicked in one of those games. The Giants or the Pies? The Pies. Bunnies. 67 scoring shots to 37. Different team, yeah. mate. Different team. This You're this, not in it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just saying. I just think that this – I reckon this game will be a shootout. Yes. I reckon this would be like 80, 90 apiece. Right. And I think – and well, I've said this well to hold your deep analysis because we need to talk about something in seg two. I'm just, we'll just, I'll give you a little bit. Right, I give we'll us give a little a teaser. teaser. Collingwood give you a chance to beat them. Yes, but they just find a way to win. Capish. I'll explain that later. Yes. All right, you'll do that because we will be coming back and we will go into full preview mode of the Pies taking on the GWS Giants. A hundred thousand people Friday night at the MCG. It's going to be massive. You're listening to the Footy Talk podcast. Welcome back to the Footy Talk podcast for your Thursday. If you've got a question for us, hit us up on the Instagram at footytalk underscore pod or on TikTok at footytalkpod. The great man, he sure has stuck around, and I'm not sure what current condition you're in for a Thursday. You've obviously had the past players function last night, which I'm sure was a hit. I had a good time when I was there. Yeah, no, well, no comment. I'm past players with two clubs. But yeah, that's <laughs> Let's go into full preview mode of what is going to be a massive Friday night. You're honestly predicting a hundred plus thousand. There will be. We can't. We couldn't get tickets, so shortly someone else has got them. See, this is the, one of the great things that pisses me off. It's when <laughs> and there's it a mystery. Goes, there's no tickets. There's, no, there's a mystery there's of no seats. tickets, and then you look up and there's spare seats. It's frustrating, but yeah. It is what it is, mate. 100,000 people Friday night. I think, yes. I am, I'm with you. And I'm going to say 97,000 of those will be Pi supporters. Yes. And you know what the funny thing at the MCG is? What? The security guards, their high vis is orange. So they it looks like they're supporters of the Giants, but they're not. They're just security guards. <laughs> just some random supporters yes. on the ground and, and spattered like, around yeah, the bars. They are. They've <laughs> definitely got orange high vis. That would take only you to pick something up like that. It's going to be – the atmosphere is going to be unbelievable. I was there for the Blues when they took on the Swans, which was a very obviously one-sided and skewed crowd because of the interstate side. We get this again, but the Pies crowd are 15 times more feral and into it than I reckon what the Blues fans were that first week. They were a little bit cautious, I think, the Blues fans. They found their voice last week. The Pies fans might just become the difference in this one. I went to the Giants – 
Saints game. Mm-hmm. And when the Giants kicked the goal, there was no there was, noise. There was zero noise. Yeah. So I could imagine that would be a very similar situation with the Pies. If not, maybe a couple of boos going the other way. A couple, you reckon? Um, I actually think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. Good. And I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. Good. And I think 100,000 people, the lucky 100,000, they get to go on a Friday night to see two teams battle it out for a spot in the grand final. It will be the best game of the year. This will be the best game of the year. Of the two prelims, you think this will be a better game yes. than... I think Brisbane win by 50 points. Okay. Plus points. Wow. Against the Blues. The Blues have done their hard work to get to a prelim, and I think they just tip over the edge. I think they lose by 50-odd. Um, but this game on Friday night, the Giants-Pies, I think it's going to be a cracker. A large majority of our listeners would obviously be Melbourne and Victorian-based and got a keen eye for the Pies and probably haven't seen a heap of the Giants. Kieran Briggs, he's got a sore shoulder, still expected to play slash question mark. If he's out, is it a big out? Because I feel his season this year has been unbelievable. He's surprised everyone, especially me, because I know him personally and he's a good What's mate of What's he mine. like? He's, he's a ripping guy, but he's just uh, the old theory and the old saying, the penny has dropped with Briggsy. Okay. And he's come to the conclusion that if you actually work hard mm-hmm. and you actually go back to the well and like practice your craft, that you can become a good player. And he's like, oh, it's actually happening. And now he's got a new contract and all, all of the above, but he's actually playing well. And I th- what was it? The second half of the year, he was the highest ranking ruckman. ruckman. But So he's become very comp. important though because he's hard, he's tough, but he actually has a work rate that goes both ways he's, now. Yeah, and he's not necessarily the best tap ruckman. I think he's out of the Max Gorn sort of – he is like an extra midfielder because he'll, he'll get clearances, he'll grab the ball out of the ruck and kick it forward, and it's all about territory and yardage. But he's been so important for them because – Ball hits the deck, he's there. Yep. He's an extra midfielder and he helps the boys around him and he, he's a bit of a presence. And obviously Shane Mumford's taught him all about staying in the game and impacting around the ball. But he's been so important to them. So if he goes out, I would be – I'd be surprised if he went out, but he would be a massive out if he did actually – go out of this game. Somebody else who's been in red-hot form for the Giants after they came back in the side uh, after Cal Ward booted a ball into their face at training with Stephen Cornelio, the old mate of yours, he's playing some unbelievable football at the minute. Do you think it's just he plays midfield and it's an old-fashioned shootout? Th- Is he playing honest, well enough that they have to consider maybe somebody to run with? 30 possessions Colin and two goals. do that, but. They, won't, they like, don't. Just an accountable man. But. I'd be concerned about the more concerned about the Giants midfield than the Pies midfield. Tom Green, Josh Kelly, Steve Cornelio. You watched old cement head wards in there as you well. Saint, I watched. The, I was live watching the St Kilda game. IRL and Josh Kelly, nineteen possession, two goals to half time. <laughs> Nick Dacos does come week. back in though. He does, and he will they will bash Nick Dacos? Are they that way inclined? I don't think they will. But they'll just back their system in. But I would, as I said, I would be more concerned with the Giants' midfield than Collingwood's midfield. Those guys, Tom Green is, he missed a few games, but he was unbelievable the last two weeks. Yep. He's the shovel. He gets in there and he shoves it out to Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly gets on the outside. He kicks it inside 50. 
to the likes of Toby Green, Riccardi, Hogan. So you need to do your work on the inside. Who's going to do that for the Pies against Tom Green? Probably the only one off the top of my head is Mitchell. He was in there farming him out the week before, whether or not he plays or sub or whatever it is. But you're right, it's going to be something that they have to try and nullify because he gets big numbers, Tom Green, and when he does get big numbers, he brings others into the game. Toby Green is the one that everyone thinks about when they think of finals and the GWS Giants. Does Bruzzy Maynard go up to him and try and belt him? Or is it more like an Isaac Quainer type who just goes and respectfully plays against him? Because I, I, I wouldn't want to belt him. Yeah, you don't want to poke the bear. Because he'd belt you back. And it sort of makes and you find a bit. I know Toby's All-Australian captain, all of the above, but he's not the most important forward for the Giants. Jesse, Jesse Hogan, Hogan is the most important forward. Four goals, four on the weekend. And the week before, exactly the same scenario. So you get you have a guy there that he's sort of not not floated under the radar, but when he plays well, they win. Yep. Toby will kick two. Toby will have his twenty and kick two. That's a standard. It, that's going to happen. But if Jesse Hogan kicks two to four and has an impact on the game, Giants win. So if I was Collingwood, I'd be looking at him. I'm going. I'm actually going to put my best defender on Jesse Hogan, and then. Whether it's Maynard or Quainer will play on Toby, that's fine, but you need to stop Hogan scoring. See, it's interesting because most Collingwood fans listening to this would think Darcy Moore is their best defender. Darcy Moore is their best intercept defender, but in terms of best defenders, I think it's Nathan Murphy. I think Murphy has everything you'd want to go with a player like Jesse Hogan, and then that still allows Darcy Moore to do his thing. And that would be his job. I think Murphy needs to go to Hogan, and then I think... Keefe will go to Moore. Lockie Keefe. Oh, he's still playing. Yeah. Is he? He's a he's a <laughs> <laughs> he's the greatest set of steak knives ever. A non-rust, and they just keep carving. Well, I'll tell you what, I've never I've never met a guy who's had more one-year contracts in his extensions <laughs> in his life. But he will he will he's, he's a chop-out ruck with for Briggs. He will he'll go to Darcy Moore. I think he'll go to Darcy Moore defensive half to forward. stop him chopping out Murphy to. Um, Hogan, and then who do you think? Maynard? I honestly think Quainer. I think because, Toby, you have to be so diligent and switched on and not get caught watching the ball at all. I played Maynard against, wants, still wants to kept Toby Green to five touches once and watched a heap of his tape and the actual mental load that it takes because it, it's half a second and you're right, he, he's bang, he's front and centre, he's kicked one, he's done it again, he's kicked two. You have two little lapses in concentration. Bruzzy's got it covered within, I think, the ability to be hard and tough. But Quaino has got aerial ability, which Toby has, but he's also got that concentration factor where he'd, I don't think if it was the two of them that he'd be switching off as much. Yeah. It'd be – it's it's either one would be a good matchup. No doubt they'll be playing A, B and C with Toby because you need to do that. But it's same sort of thing. It's going to be a great contest. That contest will determine a little bit of what happens in the, the game and then – as I said, the midfield battle is going to be huge for this game because if you look on paper, yes, Giants midfield is better than Collingwood's. Giants midfield on paper is better than Collingwood's. Big call, but sure, you said it. Who's Collingwood's midfield? Mitchell? Da- Dacos. Well, Dacos, does he? Does Pendles? He Pendles, he sort of fluffs around a little bit. <laughs> he goes half back. He goes, <laughs> I just think, as I said, yeah, Kelly, Green, Canelio. It's hard to go past. 
Uh, we've covered the back line or the forward line from Giants, who's going to play on them. We've done the midfield. What about the Pies forward line? Sam Taylor's in unbelievable form, and we know he's been one of the better defenders. Best player in best defender in the comp. Best defender in the comp, according to you. And then his little mate Dale, next to you him. Know, I said this two years you, ago. Maybe more. He's my favourite player because he's so competitive. So does he go to McStay? Because Collingwood don't have the tallest. I think he goes to Mycheck because Mycheck is he's he will bob up and kick two or three. So if if Sam Taylor goes to him, he won't kick two or three. He so might kick one. This is where I think the Pies have got an edge because Jack Buckley and Sam Taylor are very good when they have a big tall to play on. The Pies don't really have that sort they of – They don't have an A grader. Yeah, and they don't have a, a like a – They've got B pluses. Genuine tall. Like McStay's yeah. tallish, but he's not an out-and-out centre-half forward. McStay, check Cox. Who goes to Jamie Elliott? This is where they've got the edge. So Jamie Elliott is sort of the Pies version of Is it Toby Isaac Green. coming? Iden. Lockie Ash. Lockie Ash, but then you start robbing Peter to pay Paul. You, what you gain in – Connor Iden. Defensive Probably prowess you lose tall. in their offensive rebound, which Ash and Lockie Whitfield have been unbelievable at. But someone's got to sacrifice their game. So someone's got to sacrifice. I wouldn't. But they, someone do you think to. the Pies have an advantage there with that sort of lineup? Because I certainly do. Yeah, I think it's – well, they've always had, they've had that the whole year because you don't actually know who they're going to kick the ball to because they don't have the key forward. Because they've got six options. Yeah. They've got six options. Brisbane, on the other hand, I know we're, it's a different team. Ooh, different – to the but, next they, but Brisbane, like, they have six players in their fall line that have the ability to kick five goals. Mm. So you have to sort of be aware of all of them, whereas Collingwood have six options, not as good as the Brisbane six options. So it's not a bad thing for the Giants, but it's a good thing for the Pies mm-hmm. in a way because Jamie Elliott can bob up and kick five. Bobby Hill can do it in three minutes. Bobby Hill's done that before, former Giant. Mm. Um, McStay's done it. Mycheck consistently has done it. Mason Cox loves prelims. He does. So it's, yeah, as I said, it's going to be an absolute cracking game. This is what we love about prelim final weekend because there is matchups and it's not overly surprising, I guess, when you get two of the better sides in the competition doing battle that you're going to have matchups where you don't really know. It's 50-50 in the forward line, 50-50 in the midfield, and then 50-50 up the other end. Give us a winner and a margin, please. Giants, eight points. Giants, you absolute moron. Why? Think of the dream. Collingwood Blues. Oh, yeah, that's a good one too. That would be ideal for the AFL. That would be ideal for the AFL. The worst result this weekend for the AFL is Giants-Brisbane Grand Final. Because th- well, then there'd be 9,000. <laughs> Brisbane definitely win. Brisbane definitely win. So you're still going to stick with Giants for eight points. That's your... You yeah, can say I'll it. I'm not going to. Well, I can't change my mind now, can I? No, you can't, just for the fact of selling your grandfather tickets. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the pies by 30. I think it's close until half time, and then the fresh legs. Giants have only got a six day break, which is a story for another day. They've done it the hard way. I think the pies on their fresh break, they bounce around. It's pretty close in an arm wrestle, and then they just kick away late. Same sort of scenario up north with the Blues. I'm, had a tough I'm couple very of weeks. much hopeful the Blues can catch their lines napping. But I don't see it happening, no. I see a blowout. A bloodbath. Yep. I hope it's not the case for all the Blues fans that are going up there and paying three quarters of a million dollars and have remortgaged their house to get up there. Hey, Heater, you've been fantastic. Tomorrow, Joey and Kate McCarthy to preview more so about what's going on on Friday night's big blockbuster at the MCG. Plus, the big game on Saturday night. This has been the Footy Talk Podcast. Listener.